All right, I think we're I think we're live now. Yeah, yeah, we're we're live we're live in the house on Facebook. Uh, I'm Joe Pardo, the little guy in the window here at the bottom <laughs> left hand corner. Um, I'm the the founder of uh, the Middle Ag Podcast Conference, and I am here today with Heather Ordover. I said it right, right? You did. Well done. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I, I re- rehearsed like Heather. all day for that. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so the Atlantic podcast conference is happening sorry i i am like so tired i Mid- know we've both been well and you have a baby i have no excuse except that i'm at a friend's house in california so yeah you have, a, you have a better excuse hanging out on uh what was it the, the set of uh or the days editing of our bay? lives yeah the editing base yes very cool very cool uh so yeah, so Middle Atlantic Podcast Conference is the podcast conference for creativity, community building, uh, and we also have some business stuff worked in there. Uh, but it's yeah, so it's September 9th and tenth. We're here right outside of Philadelphia. It doesn't matter if you live in in the Middle Atlantic area or not. We have people coming from California, uh, the United Kingdom. I mean, it's it's we're international we have, now, so we have people from the UK coming. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yes, Mark Asquith is coming uh, from podcast websites and uh, excellence expected, excellence dash expected dot com. Uh, yeah, so it's we are we're we are growing rapidly, and it's been it's been so much fun. I really have been enjoying doing these interviews. Heather, thank you so much for taking the time to come and uh, be a guest here on this impromptu Facebook Live. Middle Atlantic podcast conference interview thing. I'm so excited to be here. And it's such a nice chance to get to talk to you for a change instead of just like pinging each other on Facebook messages going, ah, uh, stuff is happening. Okay. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. Well, you this seem really like nice. quite a, a busy person yourself there. Yeah. I keep, I keep myself out of trouble that way. My, uh, my great grandmother was one of the idle hands are the devil's playground people. So there's, there's always something to be done. <laughs> always <laughs> so so heather why don't you uh start out by giving some background about yourself and what it is exactly you do before we get into what how you know how you'll be speaking at mapcon cool um well i actually i came at all of this um not exactly backwards but kind of spiraling my way in because i i started off as a theater major at ucla and then i worked in hollywood for long enough to know that I shouldn't be working in Hollywood. Uh, my, my last gig was at Disney on the movie Aladdin. And, um, and I lasted eight months. I was not cut out for, um, I was not cut out for that industry. But I met a lot of really incredible creative people there. And I got to watch the writers and I got to watch the directors and I got to meet Robin Williams and I got to um, learn a lot about story from the guys who wrote, you know, Little Mermaid and, and Aladdin. And, um, and when, I, when I realized I wasn't cut out for it, I decided, well, I'm going to go teach English because that was a kind of no-brainer. It's performative and it's English. And I didn't actually have an English lit degree, which I think actually is part of why I was good at it. Because <laughs> I, I, I went in as a theater person. I went in as a storyteller and writing hadn't been easy for me in school and and I loved books but it meant that I was going to come at it as a as a muggle <laughs> instead of as like a lit professor to you know I wasn't going to walk around and go okay well the diegetic levels in this particular tome 
it's not my, my gig. So I used to say I taught to the joke that my whole gig was if you want to get really good jokes as an adult, you have to know some books because people are always referencing like Frankenstein, Dracula, Tale of Two Cities, uh, The Scarlet Letter. There are tons of books. You can't, you can't get through a Simpsons episode and get all the jokes unless you've read some classics. So I, that's what I taught. And I taught in New York City and everybody said, you can't teach those books to those kids. And I said, well, yes, you can. Of course you can. Hide and watch. So I, I was known as the one who taught these, these unteachable books. And then I, I had kids and I stayed home with the kids uh, eventually. And I was working from home and I really, really missed my students. And I really missed talking about the, the literature and, and, you know, things would happen in real life in the adult world. And I wanted to talk about how it related to the books that we used to work with. And so I, it was the right time. And I started a podcast and that was in 2006. And now I've got, holy cow, I think we've done 26 complete novels. We're on our 27th now on, uh, on craft lit. And the, and that's where it ties into the MapCon thing because uh, originally you know how everybody's always saying, oh, there are no women in podcasting. No, no, no. The people are not looking at the statistics where the women are. Because if you look over in the knitting world or the crafting world or any of that, there are hundreds of knitting podcasts. And they're almost all hosted by women. A couple are hosted by men. And they're great. And, um, and so knitters have known for a really long time that we listen better if something's in our hands. And in fact, Joe, you showed me just a few minutes ago, a doodle page that you had. Yes. What were, what were you listening to when you were doodling? Can uh, you show, can you put that up to the, well, are you embarrassed? No, no one's going to be able to see it. Cause I'm the little guy in the box. Unfortunately, uh, I need to get me another webcam to make that work. Uh, I know. Properly. Maybe we can screen share you uh, because that was, cool. what were you listening to when or doing? When uh, you were I was doodling? probably on the phone. So, yeah, I was probably on the phone when all that was going on. Yep. Okay, so that is you proving how smart you are. Because when people doodle or knit or crochet or do something that isn't taxing their brain, what you're actually doing is using up extra bandwidth. So the, <laughs> the way I talk about it is that we, we all have this much bandwidth to pay attention with. Right. And the problem for people who are especially ADD people is ADD people tend to be really smart. And so you've got this much bandwidth. It's a lot of bandwidth. But listening takes up maybe that much, which means you've got all of this left over. And if you don't do something to engage that, your brain is going to go make grocery lists or come up with new ideas for books that you're going to write or suddenly remember that you forgot to call somebody about the hotel room at MapCon. You know, I mean, it's, I've been, I've, I've been there. I know what you're exactly what you're saying because yeah. it's, I have other things going on and um, especially Absolutely. if I'm not on video, if I'm just like, if it's an interview that I'm doing for the mm -hmm. podcast or something, I, yeah, if, if, if I'm not like really feeling it, then I need to do something else. Cause I will yeah. start to drift, and if I drift too much, then I'll I'll miss what you're saying. Yes. And then I'll be like, oh, isn't that right, John? I'll be like, yes, I think, <laughs> maybe, hopefully. <laughs> I, 
I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And in fact, um, watching you because I know that I'm, I'm the big screen for the people watching, but I've been watching you and I've been watching you fiddle with, you have a, did you have a pen in your hand a little uh, while ago? I, I did. Yeah. Usually I do this. You know what? That's this, it. I love this. And, and that's another thing people do. There are people who tap pens on the desk and drive oh, everybody crazy. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who they have a foot that's constantly going. Sometimes. And, and um, yeah, my, my mom is the foot. She's the foot person. There are people who play with their hair. There are people who bite their nails. I <laughs> don't have to worry about that one. Um, there are people who bite their nails. All of these things, all of them are people doing something in order to attend, to pay, to pay attention and to focus. And so all this crap where people are getting mad at kids, like sit still, you need to listen. It's like, mm, it's the other way around. That kid is listening because he's not sitting still. If you plant him there and you say one interesting thing, his brain is going to go with the thing you said and they're going to start daydreaming. But they're not daydreaming because they're not paying attention. It's because you actually said something too interesting. And it sparked an idea. And ADD people are creatives. They go. We watch my son. You can watch his eyes defocus and go off. And you know he's writing a story in his head. <laughs> and I've had to say to his teachers, look, um, if you're interesting, you're in trouble. Because <laughs> 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 all the ADD kids in the class are going to, they're, they're gone. You have to do things to keep their attention. And it's true for podcasters too. And I've been polling my, um, I've been polling my listeners on several, several fronts to get more data for the, the talk that I'm going to give at MapCon. And some of the questions have been, okay, well, what are you doing while you listen? Because a lot of, a lot of people clean house or vacuum or they're doing the dishes, something mindless, something that's repetitive, something that's actually very calming. And all of those things are taking up that extra bandwidth so that they can pay attention to the podcast. But there are things that we as podcasters don't necessarily think to do to provide to our listeners that will help them remember the details. Like with you, with the doodling, you probably remember details about that conversation when you look at specific parts of I mean, your I mean, doodles. I haven't looked at it, but maybe if I did, I looked at it closer, I probably wouldn't remember. Because there's going to be other things written around it that actually That's right. you know, were part of the conversation. And I, like when I'm on a phone conversation, I, I will usually pace back and forth around in my um, theater room over there. Like yes. I just do circles around the room. In the dark, Walking. listening, you know. Just yeah, to, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just to be moving around. Like, I can't do that here because I'm the camera. I um, know you're And stuck. I think I would make a lot of people sick, you know, motion sick <laughs> if, I, if I did that. But <laughs> they'd start going, mm. Yeah, I, I'm getting sick just thinking about it. <laughs> just thinking about it. But the walking thing, the walking thing is classic. And, and by the way, the walking thing is, um, there's, a, there's another aspect to it that's the eureka moment thing. Like the, um, what was it? Archimedes was trying to figure out volume, how to measure volume. And he gave up. He's like, well, screw it. That's not going to happen. So he decided to go take a warm bath and relax. And he sat down in the bathwater and watched the bathwater rise as he sunk in it. And he went, Eureka. That's where the word came from. <laughs> Eureka. That's it. That's how you measure volume is water displacement. 
<laughs> and had he not given up and just said, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to come back. I'm going to sit in a tub. That's why we wind up solving problems in the shower. All of a sudden you go, oh, oh. Yeah. oh. Or, or right before you go to sleep uh, and, you, you know, you got to have the paper there or, or mm-hmm. use your phone. But then that that's dangerous too because then you never get any sleep because you're just like, it, it just doesn't stop. And once it starts pouring, like sometimes it's just like, you know what? I'm going to try really hard to remember this thing. Yeah, not going to happen. Maybe like 60% of the time I'll remember, but, but a lot of times I'll, I'll that's forget. That's impressive. And then, yeah. I, but it won't be until much later that I'll remember because something else will trigger it. You know, you're, right. you're around something or somebody said something and you're like, oh man, I, I need to get on, you know, I, I remember now what I was, what I forgot, but I didn't want to write it down because I was already, I was comfortable. It's hard to get comfortable. Yeah. And once you're no, comfortable, it's, it's true. like, oh, it's time to go to sleep. It's true. And, and sleep can be a real problem, especially for, for those of us with ADD and the, um, some of the, some of the things that are comorbidities, things that, um, you, you also wind up with ADD is not a clean cut thing. It's not like, oh, you have diabetes, you know, it's, there are lots of things that can overlap and infiltrate and be part of little tiny pieces of things. And one of those is it can be sleep issues. And that's, you don't want to mess with when you're going to sleep. You need to, once you're there in the comfortable zone, you have to stay there. Cause if you get out of it, in the first 20 minutes you're doomed so we need what we need is a better siri where i could say hey siri write this note down and it gets it right instead of right what the heck that... was i trying to write or what was i thinking oh, i know because it comes out gibberish and or it's it just... doesn't hear you well enough and if you're not facing the phone you know it might is not even it, it might not even turn on if you like you say hey siri but like i just said it and my phone didn't even didn't even seriously turn on. yeah my phone did. hey siri Oh, okay. Second time it went. But when you're trying to go to sleep, the last thing you want to do is try to, you know. And wake up your wife. Yeah, well, that's it. Or baby, because the baby's or right baby. there. Or <gasps> baby. It's right there. So, um, so Heather, we got a little off track, but uh, so, so tell us about your show. So the Craft Lit Podcast is 10 years old now. Woo! And I know it's, it was, uh, I was very proud of that. And in fact, I have to show you, I'm wearing... I'm wearing a shirt that I made uh, a couple, well, a year ago. It says PSBS, and it has the Craftlet logo, the book with the spinning wheel, because they're old books that we do, and there's the crafty part, which is not required. I've got a fail-safe for people who don't care about craftiness. But the PSBS, it says on the back of my shirt, podcasting since before cereal. <laughs> and I have the corollary, which is podcast listener since before serial. And I have it set up on Zazzle so people can put their own logo in. So, you know, if you listen to Dave Jackson's show, you can go and put his logo in and be a podcast listener since before serial. If that's your show that you listen to. Love it. That's Cause that's... I think it's important for us to represent. We gotta, <laughs> well, we gotta take serial season two came out. It hasn't gotten the, nearly the buzz. Uh, no, nope. the first one, and that's—I mean—that's not yeah. surprising. I mean, like, True Detective season two came out, and that didn't get the buzz that the first one did either. Most no. sequels don't, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I—I I, I love I love the fact that you you've been podcasting for so long. Uh, I love the fact that you you've agreed, you know, you agreed and wanted to come out to to a local uh, conference that is more than just locals uh, showing up, and uh, and and so your topic is uh what's the what's the name of it it is 
Clicking on the wrong things. Clicking on the wrong things. Here we go. Okay. Embrace the ADD mind and attract more listeners. Mm-hmm. So why don't you go a little bit into that to tease people about what it is that they'll be learning about from that topic. I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit already, yeah. um, but maybe just a, a more specifically to what you're going to re- be relating that to podcasting. Sure. The um, the Once you start looking at what ADD brains uh, crave and and not just crave, but really need to be able to function well. And some of it is the flexibility that we were talking about before. In fact, I'm sitting at a, at a high table, so it's up on benches or tall chairs. And next to me is the yoga ball that my friend's daughter sits on because she needs, she needs to be able to have that motion where she can either bounce or kind of roll back and forth, um, balance boards around the house, all that kind of stuff <laughs> because you want people to be able to listen and pay attention. And the, um, one of the things that I've been learning from my podcast listeners is uh, the importance of specific kinds of show notes and the importance of transcripts for certain kinds of podcasts and the importance of how you, how you structure your show, which is trickier if you're doing an interview based podcast, but there are still certain things that will make it more apparent to your listeners when they need to focus that they get, they get a trigger that lets them know, okay, well this next bit you want to pay attention to because it's the URL for the show notes or, or something. And, and if we don't provide them with those triggers or if we don't provide them with them with those support systems, they're going to go find the content somewhere else because the, the, they, they wouldn't try listening to your show if they didn't think what you were doing was important. But they're not going to keep coming back if they can't use what you're getting. We are, ADDers are incredibly practical people because we have to be. I mean, if you're going to be successful and ADD, you have to constantly be reevaluating what you're doing, whether you're thinking it overtly or not. You have to constantly be reevaluating what you're doing and find out, is that strategy working or do I need a better strategy? And, and if your podcast that you're listening to is, a, is failing you in that respect, they'll, they'll go find it elsewhere. And in fact, I, one of my listeners was very specific about the shows that have failed her and they are NPR shows. Really? Yes. And she was very clear on why and which ones. And I'm going to bring that up at the, at the convention because I, I hadn't expected that. And I keep ch- playing with my glasses because I'm getting glare back from my screen. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. So I keep tilting them down on my face so I don't glare at people. I, uh, yeah, as far as I know, there won't be any NPR people there, but you never know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You never know. You know, if the procasters decide that they will deign to hang with the lowly podcasters, that's okay. I won't kick them out. <laughs> So, yeah, so Heather, this year, um, there's, there's probably a lot of things that you don't know or don't realize that we're going to be doing at the conference because we haven't had a chance to really fill, in, fill you in with all of the cool things that are going to be happening. I'm so excited. I know, me too. Uh, <laughs> so, so some of the things that are going to be happening, um, I really, I mean, I should know all this off the top of my head, but I don't want to forget anything. No. Um, yeah, that's why we have notes. It. Yeah, well, we, that's why we have a website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, so we're having a, a Friday night mixer. So if you're yeah. if you're around, so it's uh, Friday night. I was about to say Saturday night. It's Friday. It's Friday night. I am so. I am you're so, so tired. Tired right now. <laughs> um, I really, and I have like two more interviews today. Oh my god! I hope you can get a nap. I well, that that Ava's up. That's that's up to Ava, isn't isn't it? Really? Uh huh. <laughs> isn't up everything? To the boss. Um. So yeah, so we're gonna have a Friday night mixer um at the at the conference and it's include uh it's included in the ticket obviously uh there'll be the bar that will be open for you to go and get drinks and and mix with people uh there'll be a band at in the atrium there so there'll be a band and, and the bar uh and then registration will be open too so you can either get you know get registered if you haven't already or you uh, get your badge and your T-shirt and all that stuff, so you can bring it up to your room, so you don't have to hold on to it all day long, uh, or go put it out in your car or whatever. Uh, cool. Saturday, we are, you know, we're we're including lunch here. Now, Heather, I know you're not that far from me, so getting a good cheesesteak probably isn't that hard for you to do, but, but well, it's always good. It is, it is. So we're gonna have, uh, you know, a Philly-inspired lunch. Uh, for everybody awesome. here at the at the conference, it's going to be a really great time. So Philly cheesesteaks, Philly pro, uh, pretzels. It's mm. it's a really great lunch, uh, from what I've been told uh, by oh, some God. people that have had it before. Uh, cool. So we're also going to have free free headshots. So if you haven't had a headshot, if it's a professional headshot by my right. my girl Jeanette Pellegrini, uh, she's coming all the way out of Long Island to do oh this. my gosh yeah she's Long a very good friend of mine yeah so it's like three hours for her to get down here wow um very good buy her some scotch or something it, you're, you're, i'm sure she would be more than happy to uh to accept <laughs> your scotch excellent i she'll, know what i'll do <laughs> so she'll be here there taking not only photos uh for headshots but also photos of all the speakers so i don't know heather when's the last time you were able to get a uh a photo of yourself speaking but after MapCon, you will have quite a few photos of yourself speaking. That's awesome. I'm going to go on a diet then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a month, so it's a good, it's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, you know, plus you're going to get an event shirt and uh, the badge. Uh, and then the virtual tickets include as well. That's a $64 value. So after the conference, anything you want to go back to see, you're going to get it included in high definition. Uh, and they're, this year, unlike last year, it will actually be chopped up. So oh, so each nice. talk will be will be separated out and you'll be able to get that. So the virtual ticket is $64 if you can't make the conference um would love to to you know to have people do that. Um yeah, cuz the speakers the speakers that you have coming uh, I I was uh scanning through who everybody is and I thought God, I know a lot of podcasters who are not on the East Coast who can't get to the East Coast easily who I've been chatting it up because I know I know how valuable the information is going to be that you've managed to to pull together from everybody. And it's a nice it's a really nice diverse interesting group of people. I I'm really excited. I'm really I'm not just excited to to share what I what I've learned in all this research that I've been doing, but I'm excited to get to hear everybody. Yeah, I that's that's well, that's one of the things that we try to, you know, differentiate ourselves with is the fact that we have these podcasters um and it, this isn't about like make money from your podcast conference or or anything like that. Like Jessica Kufferman's going to be talking about that in her talk. Um 
but she's one. But she's one of everybody else that won't be talking about you know monetization. Yeah. Um, and and there's just there's just it, it really is a diverse crew um, from from all over. We have people not just up and down the East Coast, but from Texas. Uh, Texas will be in the house. Florida will be in the house. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other states. New York. Can I think Connecticut is on is on uh, has been registered? Uh, California, it's you know wow. we we have a pretty diverse crowd from from all over, and I, I think I mentioned before Mark Asquith from the UK will be here. Right. So so yeah so Virginia we're it's it's going to be a very diverse crowd of of podcasters. So if you don't have a podcast yet, uh, what you can do is you can come. And, you know, while a lot of, like, last year we had probably, like, 85% of the people had a podcast. Right. Um, and that's great. I, I'm I'm happy to have a conference where we have mostly people that have podcasts. But, but that's with that said, the opportunity for the people who don't have podcasts to learn uh, from these, some of these people have been doing it for a very long time. I mean, yourself included, you're 10 years, Dave Jackson's 11 years now. I know. Uh, you know, Jessica Coverman's uh, just about four years. Uh, Steve Swanson is at, I think he's at 10 years with the Muppet cast. Jeff Bradbury, five years. Uh, Jessica Rhodes, I'm not sure how long she's been at. I think two I years. Remember. Yep. That sounds right to me. That was my instinct. And by the way, Muppet t-shirt you've got on. Oh. Beaker, Dr. Honeydew. The- Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and this, oh, and the Swedish Chef. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and you've got them all. You've got all the best ones. Yeah, it's a pretty old T-shirt. Um, <laughs> at this awesome point, though. But, but it works on video, especially when I'm a little guy in a window. <laughs> uh, so, so one of the things that we do differently is we have the Create a Podcast competition where podcasters will get together in groups of four, podcasters and non-podcasters, and you'll have a half hour to create a podcast that you'll have to produce on stage, which is going to be really awesome to see. Last year was – they knocked it out of the park, every single one of them. And the winners are going to get ATR 2100 microphones, uh, each one for each person in the, in the team, plus a prize pack donated by, by Spreaker. So, uh, wow. yeah, yeah. Rob Greenlee's going to be in the house, uh, from Spreaker. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, oh, cool. it's, yeah, we got, we have a very, uh, very awesome mix of people going to be there. So, so that's, you know, so if you don't have a podcast and you want to go through the process of making one in, in a half hour and then, then, you know, with the potential to win a great prize pack, uh, include, you know, and as well as a microphone that you could use to get your podcast started, this is a, a great opportunity for that. Then we're also going to have, the dating game, the podcasting coaches dating game, where we will have a couple podcast coaches up front with a newbie podcaster who either is just getting started or doesn't have one quite yet come Fantastic. up and they're going to be facing the opposite direction. So they can't see who's saying what, and right. they're going to ask questions that are inspired by the dating game, but they're going to be, you know, podcast centric and into window ish so that we, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting panel to say the least. So we're gonna see how that that works out. I love it. It's it's a really awesome. Uh, it's gonna be a really awesome time. Last year was an amazing time, grassroots time. So if you want to come, it's right now it's one hundred and fifty dollars, but I have a discount link um, that is one hundred and forty dollars. And I think actually Heather, you have a link too, don't you? 
Yeah, you were you were getting that to me probably last night or or oh, early this. Yeah. I did not check. I my thought email. I had. Uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> you sent me that email, and I actually assumed that I had already sent it to you. So I'm gonna have to get you one. Uh, but in the meantime, you can go to midlandpodcast.com slash discount and get yourself uh, $10 off the $150 ticket. So it'll be $140. And, um, and that includes the virtual. Yes, that includes the virtual. So you're getting the $64 value and, and everything else that goes along with it. Plus, you get you can get a, you know an autograph from uh, Heather here. That's right. And by the way, the virtual thing, Joe? Mm-hmm. Goes along perfectly with my talk because if people get distracted during a live event, they're screwed usually. Yeah, but no, you, you have provided them with the opportunity to not have to worry about attending to every single word. They can go back and look later. And so that calms your brain down and gives you more of an opportunity to focus. Yes, yes, it does. So there you go. That's, that's a perfect way to put it for people like me who are afraid <laughs> to miss of missing stuff. Yes, <laughs> I am your people. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, so we're we're gonna have a great time, uh, Heather. I'm curious though. Before we wrap up here, what what does podcasting mean to you? Oh wow, that's a that's a hell of a question. Um, I'm gonna be serious for a moment. Um, I think podcasting did for me and means to me the same thing that the time I spent teaching. I did 10 years. I did my 10 and I got out. I did my 10 years in teaching and, and most of that in New York City. And um, and I probably would have kept teaching if our school hadn't been right by the World Trade Center because that, that took it out of me. But the um, the thing I remember feeling when I first started teaching and I started to meet these kids who were so energized, who wanted an education, who wanted out, they wanted to go to college, they wanted to be a success, they wanted to learn, they wanted to learn more to get more out of life. They were very thorough people. And, and I remember that the thing that it did for me then was it gave me hope. Because I, I can go to a very dark place about the future and get very press, pessimistic and, um, and frustrated, but having access to the kids totally, totally took that away. And I found the same thing happening with building a community through the Craftlet podcast was the, the more that we had conversations online, the more Craftlet listeners that I met in person, I, I, I went through a phase and oh, it was probably four years in where I started saying, well, Craftlet listeners are just better. And it took me a while to realize, no, actually, that's kind of not wrong because people at that time who were searching out podcasts, which weren't so easy to get a hold of at that point, they were like my students had been. They wanted something. They wanted something different, something they weren't getting on NPR. They wanted to expand their knowledge about whatever it was that we were doing. And some of the nicest compliments I've ever gotten one of them was recently on in our Facebook group said, you know, every time Heather introduces the next book, I think, Oh God, really? Oh, I don't know. And then I listen to the first episode and then I'm hooked. And so I have learned over the last 10 years that the key here is just trust Heather because she's not going to pick a crappy book. There's always going to be something you can get. There's always funny stuff going on or connected to it. And, and that's really nice of her to say that, 
But really what's happening is I'm hearing from the listeners and they're saying, hey, you know, we really should think about doing this book. So I have a list of, you know, on deck books. And it's, it's watching the interactions between them with each other and knowing their interactions with me and, and really having an opportunity to meet people who are not politically in my wheelhouse. They are not uh, fiscally in my wheelhouse. They are not geographically in there with me. They, they are people who I would never have either had an opportunity to meet or never thought that I would want to meet. And these are people, some of whom I've known for 10 years now online. And I love these people. And so I can go to them now when something pops up in a book. I have a, I have a Catholic friend who I can go to and say, okay, there's this Catholic thing that's popping up in this book. I don't get it. And she can totally set me straight. Or um, we had a thing in Jane Eyre where a, a religious figure in the, in the book did something that I thought was really morally reprehensible. But then I thought, well, is that what the author is trying to get across to us? Or is that something that I just don't get about that particular uh, Protestant section? And so I went to one of our listeners who's a, uh, she's a Presbyterian minister and said, am I reading this wrong? Oh, no, no, that was, that was Charlotte Bronte letting us know that this guy is not okay. Okay. But having access to those people and knowing, knowing that they're out there and that they're good. And even if we disagree about stuff, it doesn't matter because I understand them now. I understand that perspective. I understand that point of view. And I have a call in line. So they're perfectly able to call in and share <laughs> and share, you know, Heather, I think you really got that one wrong last week because the way I read it was this. Cool. I'll play that audio because we all, we all benefit from hearing from other people and other perspectives. And that's totally not possible without, without podcasting and without the internet and, and podcasting. So it's, yeah. it's kept me going through some pretty dark times, just knowing that, that the listeners were out there and that we were all in it together. Oh, I love it. I love it. And that's, yeah. So podcasting is, it, you know, it gives you that trust and, and you really, you being Heather need to trust Heather as much as all your listeners <laughs> need to trust Heather and know that you're, you know, you're doing what's, you know, you're doing what you believe is the right thing and bringing the right books to the, to the foreground. And, um, so yeah, but podcasting without, without podcasting, it, I mean, cause it's existed for longer, you know, it's older than YouTube. It's older, um, than, than this, than a lot of these other platforms. So it's like, that's, that's like the foundation of, of what, yeah. you know, the internet trust really could be about. Um, yeah. as another layer to, I wrote this stuff because anybody could write anything. You could pay anybody to write anything, but when it's your voice, it's mm -hmm. that power that, that people have to entrust you, uh, to go yeah. on that ride. So, I, and, I and you have it. to respect that too, because you're, you're in their ears and in, especially for people who commute and listen to NPR, there is a difference between, you know, me hearing your voice in my earbuds while I'm doing life stuff and it's not npr on in the background in another room it's you are traveling with me through my life so now you're you're a participant yep. with me in what i'm doing and that's a very different i mean as great as terry gross is and as much as i love this american life even when they're in my ears there's a distance but when you're in my ears it's joe and oh joe is 
that voice that I hear and I get to know you over time. Right, and you that's pick up on things, special. like little things, yeah. right? So, like, unless you're overt, like, obviously coming out and saying, like, hey, this is what's going on in my life, like, you mm-hmm. pick up on things. Like, I know the, the only podcast that I really have listened to uh, pretty much every episode of is, is WDW Today because I'm a big Disney head. Right. And, and up until when they, they, they handed the show over to some other people. Uh, yeah, oh, they're very nice. Very, very nice. The cl- is that supposed to be classic poo? Yeah, it's yeah. classic poo. And um, it's because my friend who I'm staying with, her her nickname, her AOL name was Bouncy Tigger. <laughs> so, um, you know, going back and like listening to like every episode, you just see like you hear little things like little little life events that they're just mentioning in passing. And when you listen to it over time, it's like, oh, you put that story together of like, well, then this happened, this happened, then this happened, and someone got divorced, but you don't know when because they never mentioned it for like a year. So, you know, right. but, but you know now, now that it happened because of their tone or the way they meant talk yeah. about somebody or they just don't talk about somebody anymore or mention uh-huh. it. Like you pick up on those things. And, um, and this is, you know, and this is a show about Disney. It's not even about them. And that's right. That's but you still start, you get to know them as people and right. it's, it's, and then they hold uh, meetups in Disney and you go to the meetups and, and that's how you grow your you get whole to, friendship of, you know, with, with the people who get Disney. Exactly. And I can tell when people are listening to Frankenstein because when I meet them in person, they will come up and, and introduce themselves. Thank God, because of course I don't know what they look like. They have to come talk right. to me and they'll come and introduce themselves and I will say, Oh, it's so good to meet you. I've been writing with you forever. And they'll say, Oh, Oh, you sound so much better. And I'll say, you're listening to Frankenstein. And they say, yes, how did you know? It's because I got pneumonia. Yeah. And, and I, ha- I got on, I, I had missed weeks. And I finally got on the microphone and said, I really can't talk right now. But I just wanted to know that I'm not dead. And people hear that, even though that was back in 2007, and yeah, That's so I know what nice. they're listening to based on how they respond to talking to me in real life. <laughs> well, Heather, I really appreciate you taking the time today to come on. Uh, and it's, it's been so much fun getting to talk to you and get to know you better. And I look forward to seeing you in a, in a month. I can't uh, wait. At MapCon. I'd love for you to plug your stuff so people can find you. Absolutely. Craftlit is C-R-A-F-T-L-I-T dot com. And our current audiobook is The Count of Monte Cristo, which if you've seen any of the movie versions, and the most recent one was actually pretty good, um, the movies are somewhere between an eighth and a fifth of the book. The book is so awesome. And so many, so many things, like Jason Bourne kind of things that we just take for granted as being modern. No, they started in 1838 with Alexander Dumas. So you get to see all these, the beginning of the man of mystery kind of story. And then on the premium feed, because I have a, a premium track that, that goes on that you can listen to on our app, which is phone and tablet based or, um, or Patreon, patreon.com slash craplet. Uh, we just started the War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells, which again, cool. if, if you've seen the movies, you will be shocked at which one of the movies was actually closest to the book. 
<laughs> because the book the book is pretty awesome, and I, I every time this always happens to me is I start a new book, and I'm so excited, and all I do is I see evidence of the War of the Worlds everywhere, evidence of the Count of Monte Cristo everywhere because I'm I'm paying so much attention to it, but I I do I get excited about these these old books, and there's so much there's so much fun to have with them. So much has not changed at all in humans. (laughs) Well, we know what we like. I I was watching a a video uh, about will we ever run out of music, like different music. Mm -hmm. And and basically the answer is technically yes. But the thing is, it doesn't really matter because we only like certain tones played next to each other anyway. Like certain Mm -hmm. keys played back. It's like the three chord song. Yeah. Yeah. Like we only like that anyway. So it it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, the answer is no. I mean, yes, the answer is yes. Like mathematically speaking, yes, there is a, it's not, there is a finite. finite. But, but the, the, the short answer is yes, we already pretty much have because we, we've found the things that we like the most. Right. And, and but realistically in the hands of, new groups that that mix stuff together and lyrics and rhythms and all that stuff it sounds new enough yeah yeah yeah. that we can that we can keep finding a reason to listen which i suppose is true about stories too i mean buddy pictures are buddy pictures but some of them are really awesome (laughs) well uh, thank you so much, Heather. Again, if anybody wants to come, we would love to have you come to MapCon. Yes. It's in just outside of Philadelphia, and it's uh, even if you don't have a podcast yet. Maybe even better if you don't have a podcast yet. Come, is, you, you will you will learn a lot. You will get to make a lot of awesome contacts while you're there, like Heather, like Dave Jackson, like uh, Jessica and Joe, Jessica and. Joel and and every, every every so many awesome people will be there. I mean, even Tom Tate from Wade Weber will be there. So if you have email marketing questions, he'll be there, you know, to answer all those questions. So yes, so go to map uh, not not MapCon. Go to MidAtlanticPodcast dot com slash discount. Get ten dollars off the door price of it's one hundred and fifty dollars or it's one hundred fifty dollars right now. Uh, you get ten dollars off of that. It's one hundred and forty bucks. Uh, you will not be disappointed. I promise. I, I hand over heart. I promise you, you will have an amazing time, unlike any other. And that's why we already uh, are are getting pretty close to doubling the registration from last year. So fantastic. We're, we're very. We're right on the edge of that. So yeah, get yourself a T-shirt and and come have lunch. And it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome because that's the best part is is when we eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the cheesesteak. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Heather. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank 